Hello and welcome to Next Level Wedding Beers with me, Kerry Carroll, coach, mentor and wedding sales trainer. And today we have the incredible Ella Delancey-Jones, journalist and copywriter for the likes of Stylist Magazine, Huffington Post, Grazia and many more. Welcome Ella. Hello, thank you for having me. You're so welcome. I feel so honoured that you're here. Uh, you're an outstanding writer and journalist. and I really want to deep dive into the secrets, if that's all right with you. Yes, of course. Ready to go. Excellent. So shall we just give a 60 second intro about you and your amazing blogging business? Yeah, of course. So as you mentioned, I'm a journalist and a creative copywriter. Um, my background is actually in PR, so I worked in loads of London agencies um, with well-known brands such as Microsoft and Google and EcoTools, things that are quite well-known. Um, so I was quite, I was enjoying it and that was how I sort of built up my experience. But then in uh, early 2017, I decided to go and work for myself and basically cherry pick all the bits and pieces out of my PR role that I actually enjoy doing the most so um day to day that looks like media strategy and um and media outreach but mostly as you mentioned that's that's mostly copywriting and blogging for brands um, so I've got several clients who run their own businesses um they want to have a place on their website or um, for their email marketing, for their content, and then they choose me to help them with that. Including my lovely self. We've worked out that you've been with me now since 2017. So that is quite yeah. some time now, Ella. Yeah, it's been such a long time, hasn't it? It's gone by so quickly. It has, but you've done some fantastic work for me, and we'll unpack that in just a sec. So what is your favourite piece of content you love to create and why? So I've got I've got two naughtily. Um, so I love creating content that's um, really close to people's hearts. So that's all, usually stuff that I do on my own. So I've recently written a piece for Grazia, um, which is about paternal mental health, which really re resonated with a lot of people. Um, a lot of people reached out to me afterwards to thank me and, and discuss the, the subject matter really. And I really love that. And then more on the client side, I love it when a I know that a piece has resonated with the um, intended audience because a, a client will come back and tell me that or um, we'll, we'll figure it out from the results. So, for example, this is actually involves you. So when I was researching a blog, I was I was sorting out um, some some bits and pieces for some content and I put a few keywords into Google, just some fairly generic ones actually, and up came a blog I'd written a few months ago for you um, at the very top of Google. So it was like, just to know that that was the first most obvious thing that Google had put in front of me. Um, just to know that like other people might find your business by doing that was just like really thrilling. And it's like, oh, okay, I am doing a good job. <laughs> I remember actually doing a bit of a search myself and another one came up first and it was keyword, it was keywords related and I wasn't even specifically looking for my own business and it came up and I was like, that is genius. How she's done that, I've no idea. And this is why I pay the experts because you, you are the expert. Um, so... I think we should ask this question. Describe common blogging mistakes and how to avoid them. Because when you're starting out, this is what you need to know. 
Yeah, so I mean, there are a lot of common blogging mistakes, but I think a lot of the main one I see is a lot of people do, who do their own content thinking that um, SEO is kind of shoehorning in terms willy nilly. So SEO is search engine optimization. It's basically just using um, keywords to boost your boost your content in Google basically um and, and it's basically people people shoehorning in their terms and expecting it to work by doing that you end up repeating yourself so so much and then your pieces don't flow naturally at all um, and it's very obvious to whoever's reading it that that's what you've tried to do so um so yeah so that's one and also another one is just not being consistent something that I find um often when I'm when I'm looking for new clients is actually I would prefer <laughs> that they didn't have a blog at all than have one that hadn't been updated since like 2016 2017 because I think if you're going to do it you kind of need to have a regular schedule and um you know be a bit more consistent with it and if you're really running out of time it's just easy to get somebody else involved like use a content manager um or you know a, a copywriter like me um other things like not no no calls to action it's just kind of content and no call to action and the massive massive one is kind of just not using your own voice just writing a blog which is really generic and not using anything that that reflects you as a person um at all your business so just talk you need to talk like you you need to be yourself be authentic and it will just shine through yeah that's this it and 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 I get you to uh, ask you to write blogs on a monthly basis because I feel like that's the best amount you know, my business can have but I guess there's no is there like a maximum that people should have or a minimum not really so I mean I think being consistent as long as it as long as you're uploading content kind of you know within within a couple of months it doesn't have to be you know a thousand words we're talking about content from 150 words to 500 words because people have like quite short attention spans <laughs> so having some shorter content but a lot of it is actually quite um helpful I mean you don't want to overwhelm your audience and have so much content because also you're going to run out of ideas um so it's just having a, a plan with that as well so I think monthly is fine especially for a hair and makeup um uh business as well cool I'm doing all the right things then <laughs> yeah how do you do your research to find quality sources so I think it's just having the time to be diligent. So if I'm if I'm tasked with creating a blog, I'm going to set aside a bit of time to make sure that information that I'm sharing or that I'm linking to is helpful and actually legit. So that's making sure that if I'm using a source from another website, is that website regularly updated or am I linking to a piece from like 2013, for example? Because if someone clicks on that, they'll just be like, mm, is that is that you know the best thing to be using um and also um it's just like knowing knowing your audience as well like what kind of thing do they do they want to um be directed to you know uh, so it's just it's just knowing the audience and um 
And you might not want to be really linking out too much to other sources at all. Your clients want to hear from you. Um, but yeah, it's just having that little bit of time and just doing a little bit of due diligence with, um, with what you're including in your content. Amazing. That's great advice. So what are your best strategies to rank higher on search engines? I know that so many people will get so much value from this question. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a huge question, though. Like, it's, it's really, sometimes I find it quite difficult to incorporate everything into <laughs> one answer because it really depends. But mainly it's just about publishing relevant and relatable content. So it's not about just having content for content's sake. So, but in the past, it used to be quite helpful just to have content on your website, but it, Google doesn't work like that anymore. Um, so again, it's about having a regular stream of, um, of relevant content, whether that's monthly or a little bit more regularly, um, you know, and, and about the SEO keywords, as I said, it's about not shoehorning the keywords in unnaturally, but say, for example, you're, you're a makeup artist that specializes in, for example, glamorous makeup, and you're based in Berkshire, for example, say that somewhere. If you are, if you offer destination weddings that you'll, that you'll travel for, make sure that's included. Um, it's worth doing a whole blog about it, about your services for destination weddings, because um, that's relevant. It's relatable because if someone's searching for a a glam makeup artist based in Berkshire that might travel for their wedding that's going to come up um I'm literally learning so much from you Ella <laughs> as you go along and you've been with me so long and I never ask any questions I just assume you know so this is amazing how oh go on no go on sorry how do you stay motivated um I think it's the fact that I'm freelance <laughs> <laughs> because it's all on me to make sure that I can pay for my life so um it's um less about motivation and more about having a rocket up my bum every month but yeah no to be fair it's um it's more about sort of knowing that I've made this life for myself and I've managed to maintain it um my main motivation just also comes from speaking to clients I love I love especially speaking to you because I love it when I send over something and also something that maybe like a subject that I'm not 100% sure about um or that I've had to research and then I get like yes this is amazing that just like thrills me um which has happened quite a bit lately because you <laughs> you set over the topics for the next six months and I'm like yes they yeah. are fantastic we're going to run with those and they've really helped um to um I was just going to say a good way to kind of if you're feeling a bit like meh about things is just just set some quick actionable goals for yourself now just like reset your motivation that's what I do sometimes yeah I encourage that with our members that's great advice <laughs> so how do you improve your skills and abilities to be honest it's just looking at what other people are doing essentially I, I don't ever think you can be done in terms of your learning um, and your improvement and that goes for everything not just me but like anyone that's ever trying to run their own business or um, improve their skills it's having a look at what else is going on in the world that's relevant to you um, and I do and obviously for me personally that the internet and the algorithms are constantly changing yeah. um, so it's not like I have this SEO knowledge and I learned it two years ago and that's the way it stayed 
what worked in 2015 or even 2019 or even last year doesn't necessarily work today so it's just keeping on top of it um attend a lot of courses myself try and stay on top of what my clients are trying to achieve um their goals might have changed since we began working together um and also just practice just practice um because as i say you can never just be done you you're always improving brilliant I mean, we as makeup artists, we follow other people, we go and shadow other people, you know, that's how we up level. So it's, it's very similar. Um, can you explain the use of keywords and links when writing an article? I know a lot of people think about this and probably overthink about it. So what's your explanation of using them? Yeah, so I was definitely going to mention about overthinking it. So Basically, when you've got your blog or any type of content that you're, that you're sharing, it's very easy just to get the information that you want into it and, and not really think about it too much and then it's job done. But there is a little bit more of a strategic way of thinking about it, which can really boost your visibility on um, Google and obviously then um, to potential clients. So using keywords and links is basically SEO copywriting. So it sounds really complicated, but essentially it's just, as I say, helping your blog rank higher on Google than other websites with, with similar content. So just say you are a London hair stylist, there'll be a, quite a few of those. So it's just about um, strategizing your content to um, rank higher than theirs <laughs> basically it's like a little uh, internet competition um so links are slightly different and quite difficult to explain in just a top line but essentially what you're wanting is uh quality and trustworthy links inbound and outbound so amazing yeah i get i get that because there yeah. is definitely some good links and there's some bad links <laughs> exactly so um you know it just it provides a linking outwards provides a bit more of an in-depth um experience for your readers and um builds up your uh, credibility that way but also having um other websites linked to your blog is um just just again boost your your trustworthiness in google's eyes basically amazing that's so interesting um how would you incorporate influencers to promote a blog I don't know how I would do that so where would I start so so social media so, so social influencers I guess so you're talk, probably talking about people who you who are quite visible on social media um it's, it's really popular right it's it's something that brands and companies are doing quite a lot and if you do it well it can be a really easy way to get you quite an influx of followers um it can be really helpful and i've obviously seen this happen quite a lot with um small businesses um if you think about someone that like mrs hinch or stacy solomon for example like tags in their instagram story and then that that in that other instagram blows up right um i think first of all before you start thinking about that is to really think about authenticity so for example a lot of influencers that come out of love island attach them because what they want to like carry on like earning money right so they attach their names to a lot of things for the money and actually people can see through that a little bit now so I would say if you want to incorporate influencers is to think about um 
whether that person aligns with your brand can they actually like convince your audience that they actually ca- that they actually use or, or care about your brand? Because um, people can really see through um, through that, um, and also it can be quite expensive. So, what's the uh, return on investment with you involving those influencers? Um, they might get you might you'll pay a fee, and they might not be what you expected. A way you can also do that yourself is just to um, create some content, use copywriting to include keywords and about relevant influencers. And if someone's searching them, then your content might come up. Well, that would be a much cheaper way of doing it, Ella, wouldn't it? (laughs) What advice would you give to an aspiring blogger in the wedding industry? So... The main thing I would say is just to not think about the strategy side of things too much. Don't overthink it. So, of course, have a schedule, come up with the content and your keywords, but don't overthink it because it's quite obvious, as I say, when content's there is just purely there for content's sake. The, the whole point of having it is, oh, yeah, of course, to go up the Google rankings, but it should still be fun and entertaining to read for your clients and potential customers. So the biggest advice I would have is just to be authentically you. Don't try and be someone else. Let your voice shine through to sell your business. Um, don't fall behind on your schedule um, when you're busy, especially when you're, do- when you're out um, doing jobs copywriting the website is the first thing to go right because it's like it's not urgent no one's really chasing you for it um no one's paying you to update your own website right so um so yeah just um yeah there are people to help you um but yeah so just uh just don't overthink it but just have a little just just plan plan as well and and i'm picking up i'm literally writing notes as we go along so I think the main things you're telling me is you know you just need to have your own voice you need to find your own voice not overthink it use links that are you know uh, good links check those links and make sure that they're relevant yeah right topics and uh you know conversations about things that are happening in the here and now yeah and you know um not worrying about it not overthinking too much and if you are somebody that is not particularly good at writing have a go and if it doesn't work out there's people out there like the lovely Ella that can write content for you and you know we batch things in advance because there are times of the year that you know everyone gets busy so I think that you've made an excellent um evaluation of your job which is uh there's so much more to it than i expected so thank you so so much for unpacking that for me today and i'm sure all our listeners will be so happy to hear uh to hear this so thank you so much ella we really appreciate it thanks for having me and we will see you again soon take care bye